Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Today, we're, let's let's temporarily rebrand to the uh, to the Millionaire Podcast because I have with me uh, a guest from the Million Dollar Sellers Group (MDS). Uh, I've got uh, Nick. He's the uh, marketing community manager, uh, and he's a member. And uh, he, I brought him on because, like. There's a lot of things I want to uncover. There's really, I actually think their positioning is really interesting, and I and I can't wait to jump into it. Right on, Scott. Thanks for having me on, man. Excited to be here and uh, chat with you, man. Yep. Um. So, um, MDS. Here's my first interaction. Um, when I uh, went on, uh, I did a Reddit Ask Me Anything of almost it's three and a half years ago, and it really launched me into like the uh, seller world. And one, I started chatting with a lot of people right after that. And one person invited me, is like, hey, you gotta like join this, like this million dollar sellers like uh, group. And at that time, I think it was just like, they let anyone in that, you know, it was, it was kind of like a forum, uh, a conversation uh, where people were vetted to be million dollar sellers. And then they gated it. I got there like right when they started gating it. and. Um, making people uh, pay to be a part of the community. And, um, but I've learned a lot of other things since then that has made, I don't know, I, I'm, I, I think it's very compelling. But uh, first, tell me a little bit more about your experience. You're a seller first, right? Yeah. And then, um, uh, and how MDS has come to be what it is today. Yeah, right on, man. Absolutely. I, um, you know, I got into Amazon back in 2015, um, right off the tail end of like a lot of bad experiences. Right. So I say that because I really think it's what set me up to get into e-commerce because the idea of working online to me was so just new and, and, um, kind of like unrealistic, uh, to me at that time. But I had, a failed landscaping business that wasn't going anywhere. And I, I had gotten into a uh, regular like day job. Um, it was actually shift work for the sanitation district here in Hampton Roads. And it just really wrecked me. Like every 10 days, the schedule changed. So you your body never got used to anything. I fell asleep at the wheel three times. And, and the third time was like when I threw in the towel. Um, and and my buddy was doing this uh thing selling on ebay and uh, it was a good friend of mine that i've known for a long time and and i decided to give it a shot and uh did did decent on ebay after about like three months and then i, I had some cash in the bank so i bought um some training on on how to sell on amazon and it took me about another three months to kind of get get the hang of it but when i did it, it really just took off like uh, faster than I could ever expect. And I really had no idea what to do. I started like scrambling for funds to, you know, support all this inventory and stuff I was selling. I had gotten into uh, retail and online arbitrage is how I started mm -hmm. um, um, back in late 2015. So, I mean, uh, uh, sounds like you had, you know, you're, there's, there's a lot of issues in selling, you know, things come up. It's, it's, it's hard work at times, but like, you know, would you trade it for the, uh, the jobs you had right before? 
Oh, absolutely not, man. Like <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. And just the people that I've met and been introduced to and, and, you know, the, the life I get to live and my children get to be a part of it. It's just, um, it's life changing. And it really in so is. Many no, ways. I, I totally feel like, uh, I, there's so many parts of my life that stemmed from me starting selling on Amazon. Um, one of them is I actually got into marathon running. Um, I was, I started working from home and this is 2013. I was working from home. I'm like, I need to get outside during the day. And so like middle of the day, I would just do rip off like a, a five, six mile run. But like, um, it, 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 it's life-changing to like have your career, uh, around like e-commerce there, there's so much freedom. And I think the, the group that you guys are a part of embodies it because I think like you, they're, they're worldwide. Everyone's everywhere and, uh, living, you know, what version of life they want, but, uh, connecting, um, uh, about, about, about selling about e-commerce. That's my favorite part of it really is like, uh, you know, the lifestyle that it allows you to live where you can be rewarded for the more, more effort you put into your business versus, you know, a regular job where you can be the worst worker in there. You could be the best worker in there. Um, you know, and you could still end up getting paid the same, you know, you could yeah. be at your worst one day at your best one day and you're still going to get I'm kind of, the same. I'm kind of ruined when I hear the people talk about like their jobs and I just like see the, I'm like, you work really hard. You gain 5% raise. And yeah. I'm like, I work hard. I'm expecting to double. Like, yeah. um, that's just like, you know, expectations I've, I've lived with for a while. Um, so, but let's, let's actually finish off. You, you know, you were selling 2015, 2016, you were selling, but at some point, you know, you started to scale things. Yeah. Yeah. So what I, what I started to do was reluctant, uh, reluctantly like delegate things. And I say reluctantly because I was at that stage in my, my journey where I thought I needed to do everything myself. I couldn't trust other people to do it. They were going to steal my business model. You know, all these crazy ideas I think a lot of entrepreneurs have, but I, I was, you know, I was seeing other people uh, do these things. So I started to do them. I started to hire people to help with prepping inventory. I started teaching people how to shop for products. And that led to me scaling my arbitrage operation actually all across the country. Uh, so we did it through online arbitrage, but what was really the best part was doing it through retail arbitrage. And I think that's uh, the piece that a lot of people miss in, in that part of the business is, you know, getting people in other states where those stores are near them and empowering those people to go out and shop for you and rewarding them very well for that. Um, that's what really allowed me to scale. I love, I love uh, talking to people that like um, took retail arbitrage to the next level. Um, I mean, I, I still remember like 2013 black Friday, I was showing up at Shopco and Walmart and I was filling up carts and like, it's one of the weirdest experiences of my life, but like, just, uh, cool to like be filling up like a van and, um, but you know, I'm sure we could probably spend this entire time just talking about your, your operation. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. I mean, you know, some great things, I think, you know, some quick things I can think of that might help some listeners is like focus on building relationships with uh, store managers. Like if you're really trying to take your operation to the next level, um, like that was a big part of it uh, was treating those managers really well, getting their phone numbers, conversating with them on a regular basis, um, you know, buying them little gifts and stuff like that, buying gifts for, for everyone working in the store. Like, things like that go a really long way. And, you know, before you know it, they're sending you messages about inventory that's coming in, uh, opening early for you and things like that. Um, and that's what really took things to the next level for us. Yeah. Um, and so well, then what led you to, uh, to MDS million dollar sellers group? Yeah. So in 2017, we crossed, uh, you know, the million dollar mark in revenue and I had actually made a post about it on, on my social media, um, just being like super stoked on what I had accomplished. Um, and somebody hit me up and they were like, man, you need to join this group that I'm in. Uh, and, and I did, I sent, uh, I sent someone a message, the founder of the group, Ian, Ian Sells, and um, got into the group and uh, started networking with those guys uh, more often. And I uh, started shifting my business kind of more into like private label. Uh, well, wholesale first was what we went into um, and private label as well. And uh, just started going to events and uh, for MDS events. And that's um, when I kind of started to tell these guys like, hey, I would love to be more involved uh, with what's going on here. And um, a year or two later, I guess it was like two years later, uh, Ian, you know, they kind of found a role for me in the organization. And that's when I really got more involved with MDS. Yeah. So, um, you've already said a few different things, you know, like there is a minimum requirement of being over a million dollars. And I just want to take a step back and like, I've got a few thoughts and, and, um, relate it back to another type of group that's similar to MDS, but like not e-commerce related. I think it's a really interesting parallel. There's, uh, th these are groups that, uh, they, they, they cater to people that like, you know, have huge net wealth. Like one's called Tiger 21, one's called YPO. And then these like worldwide organizations where people, um, of, of really high net worth me and they like just like talk and, and learn and like I think one of them they will even share their investment portfolio and they have to defend it to other people like they'll they'll, they'll criticize they'll ask questions or, or whatnot and it when when you're dealing with people that are in the same situation as you and actually have already been through a lot uh, the connection is easy. You know, I go to any Amazon conference and like, if I'm around like experienced sellers, like, you know, uh, I always learn something every single time. Um, and, and so I feel like you guys are positioned in, in the uh, e-commerce Amazon world very similarly. You know, you, you are like elitist in a sense, in this, like that, uh, you really what you're trying to do is help those you know help those that are like in the same um in success range and i love it i think it's like it's you know if i i i've obviously chosen a, a variety of different ways to uh be in the amazon world but if i were just to be like 
you know, a seller and uh, not like get involved in too many other things. I would love to be a part of a community like this, just jump all in and, um, and, and just know that I'm learning. And then people that are like giving advice, like uh, they're a little bit more experienced. It's not just like some random uh, guy on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, just the, I think the best part of it is like the conversations just change when you surround yourself with these types of people, right? Like uh, criticism, right? Like the idea of criticism changes. Whereas when I was growing up and hanging around a group of people, you would give a suggestion or like a piece of advice and it was almost taken as like a threat or an insult. Yeah, no, for sure. Right. And now you get around people who are confident and successful and just think in a different way and they value criticism, right? They value that third opinion and see it as constructive, uh, that outside opinion as constructive um, and an opportunity to kind of make changes or they just, you know, oh, they dismiss it. It's not for them, you know, but it doesn't become an issue. It doesn't become an insult. No, no. Uh, I mean, and, and that's one great thing about it. Yeah. In business, everyone's just trying to, usually the best idea wins. And so it's great to have that challenge. So you, you do that. I've had I have two business partners and we've had a lot of debates. It's kind of like, let's let the best idea here win. And so like, we don't take things uh, that personal, but just having, you know, a million dollars in revenue doesn't get you in. Right. Right. Um, you also kind of just have to be a culture fit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go through two interviews and, and they've done a really good job of making sure that everyone that comes into the community is like open about sharing, you know, the, their struggles, sharing their wins and uh, just just really being there to network. So you can actually get kicked out of the group if you don't engage with the group. Like uh, we have a lot of opportunities for engagement, like, uh, you know, we have squads and challenges and in-person events and virtual events and the Facebook group. So we try to give something for everybody uh, to engage in, but if uh, you don't engage, you will get, you'll, you'll get a message. And if you don't respond and take action, you know, you'll get, you'll get kicked out of the group. And your money refunded. <laughs> like what, that's, what's really interesting. It's just like, no, this is like, just like a certain type where you're going for a certain thing. Um, and um yeah i even heard this once and tell me if this is true like a no guru policy yeah sure I, that, that that may exclude me because you know i'm on linkedin just trying to like be the guru <laughs> yeah it's uh they they've made some tough decisions you know for people who were in the group for a long time you know kind of helped even you know really add a lot of value to the group especially in the early days but um, you know, they did stick to that policy because we truly believe that's one of the things that makes it special and encourages that open and honest sharing in the group, which is a super important piece um, of the community. People have to feel comfortable to share their ideas in the group um, and, and not feel like they're going to get taken uh, and, you know, delivered to uh, 10,000 followers that someone has or something like that. So, uh, you know, we do have a couple core values in the group and one of them is that the group comes first. So uh, we got to stick to that. Yeah, no, uh, that totally makes sense. I, um, now, what, say someone joins, like what does a typical month look like? Like, uh, I mean, let's say I want to move to Bali and uh, run my e-commerce business from there, like what would 
uh, what would the type of interaction be like? And um, yeah. Yeah, so we actually have uh, some members over in that part of the world and and we're setting up like chapters in uh, all the spots where there's uh, large pockets of members. So we do our best to set up events wherever our members are located. And we certainly treat everyone in a very unique manner. Uh, it's also something that makes the community very special. It also you know, creates a lot of work for all for everyone involved because we really do take everyone's situation into consideration and discuss it internally. So if someone's going through something, and we even saw that through COVID where you know, some people even felt bad about being in the group because their business had suffered. And um, you know, there were cases where they wanted to leave the group because they felt like they were being dishonest. And it was great to see everyone kind of rally and just be like, no, like, how can we help? You know, how can we get you back to where you were and what issues have you had? So uh, the, the people that are working for MDS, as well as the members of the community, take that community aspect very seriously. Uh, so anytime someone's going through a move or a personal situation, uh, we're going to take that into consideration and, and do what we think is is right. Yeah. So you guys do uh, like in-person uh, events. And actually, you know what? Come to think of it, I, you know, some of your in-person will be around uh, another conference. Um, and you guys will just like set up your own like dinner before the uh, conference. Um, that's pretty cool. Like, because that's an easier way to like, uh, yeah, benefit uh, a lot of, you know, the travel just like, can, can you can get yeah. a lot more out of it? Yeah, absolutely. That That's one of our, um, you know, we get some new members from places like that, like the Prosper event. Um, it's There's already a lot of sellers there. So it's a great time to have a little side event. And MDS has a whole like events team uh, with uh, Irie is the one who leads our um, events. And she just does such an amazing time curating these events and scout. I mean, they go to locations, they eat the food, they, you know, look at the rooms, they find uh, local people to do these activities uh, and they take it very seriously. And, and every event to me is like, uh, a dream trip and it's always like above and beyond yeah. uh, expectations well, what's your what's your favorite which one stands out of all the the things events that you you guys have done uh, i know you guys were at jackson hole uh, a few months ago um, yeah we were at jackson hole for a ski trip but we were there in the fall of september of i guess it would have been 2021 yeah 2021 in september and they had a horse whisperer and i was like what is i was like what is this this is gonna be terrible like what who who put this together but we went there and it was the best experience i've ever had in my life and it just uh speaks to like how much work uh they put in to find these people because the guy that did it he was like I mean, he just had the cowboy vibe, right? Like Clint Eastwood back in his day. Uh, he took this horse that was wild yep. and over the course of an hour got it to go in a trailer. And just the cues, that's what really stuck out to me, especially as a father, um, the cues that he would look for in this horse to know that it was like becoming comfortable uh, with him and would listen to him. And the amount of progress he was able to make 
over this short amount of time was amazing. And you could tell that he had learned this. He, he had made like a big change from like, like being aggressive you know, in his earlier days to kind of like beating a horse into submission versus like really starting to understand the horse and catering to its needs. Uh, it was amazing to just see. <laughs> well, it I'm watching happen. Yellow. I'm watching the show Yellowstone right now uh, with my wife, and like, so yeah, I could picture this. This is pretty cool. I also, um, I mean, Jackson Hole's in my backyard. It's I biked to Jackson Hole. Uh, in a race uh, two years ago. So um, I, I think that's just like, you guys chose a really good spot. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then right after that, we, we were at, we were on the ranch, we had dinner and, and we were laying, um, laying out under the stars, like looking right at the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, so it was amazing. The location of this ranch was uh, just beautiful. And, and then we went back there in fe February and went uh, skiing and snowboarding and, and had a great trip, man. That was uh a big difference from out east where I'm at. <laughs> right. And then your next one is Mexico, right? Yeah, we've got we've got one coming up in uh, Portugal in August in Lisbon. That's going to be a good one. And then we've got Mexico City, our summit event, which is our biggest one uh, in September, September 18th to the 23rd. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, uh, if, even if you're in for the travel, sounds like uh, uh, sounds like a good time. Um, now, um, I, you, you guys do in person, you guys do like, uh, online meetups, uh, what other parts of the organization, uh, do you think are, are helpful, uh, or that like are, are useful, you know, in, in helping people actually like, you know, move through and progress their business? Yeah, I think one of them is the we, we put them when we first put them together, we called them accountability groups. And we just got groups of people with similar um, in sim well, somewhat similar positions. We also kind of looked for people that could complement each other. So maybe like a really big seller doing, you know, 50 plus million a year. And, you know, we put him make sure he's in with a group of some smaller sellers. So, you know, the smaller people can learn from him and the bigger guys can kind of see what the people like in the weeds figuring out all the the nitty gritty hacks and stuff are, are learning because we found that those guys kind of really figure out the new um, the new things going on in the Amazon space. So we now call those um, MDS squads and we put together things like PPC um, themed squads where we'll bring like in a partner and uh, they'll they'll kind of give some educational component to it. And then we add some structure uh, to their team and and they meet regularly and, and just really progress in very specific areas of their business that they're trying to make a lot of progress on over a quarter or a year. Yeah. And those um, have been really good. How big, uh, how, how many members are there in MDS? Uh, we're at like 522 members uh, right, right now. And, and we add about eight to 10 new members every month. Okay. I mean, that's pretty big considering everyone's actually involved. You know, yeah. you can see other groups and be like, oh, there's like 2,000 people in this community. And like, well, it's because they never kicked anyone out. Uh, they, yeah. you know, and most of them don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're um, we got a pretty good pulse on on every member of the community. So it's uh, how many people does it take to manage that? Uh, like, how many people would be like uh, on the uh, 
I guess the staff side on the on MBS. Yeah, so they've grown pretty quickly, but there's uh let's see, three, four, uh, five, six. There's like eight full-time people. And then we also have an advisory council, uh, which I believe there's like six to eight members in the advisory council right now. So they help with like interviews. Uh, we have like town hall meetings. We have monthly advisory council meetings. So I think that structure really helps, um, you know, take ideas and take the right ideas to be implemented. Uh, because as a community of entrepreneurs, we all have a million wow. ideas, right? So uh, that really helps us focus our efforts on what's best for the group. But that being said, like they are always hiring, really, like they're looking to bring more people on and because uh, there's a lot going on uh, in, in, the, in the community. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, uh, I, to go back to like the, the, the Tiger 21, like um, there's something to be said about starting from the top. You know, there's a lot of these groups that are, that are like, uh, they want everyone new, be, new sellers and, uh, and, but when you start with like the top in mind and like you can really like band around it's uh that idea it's it's, it's really just going to change it's, it's just gonna be a different experience and um it, not to say that like uh those other groups aren't great you know the ones that take in like the brand new sellers that's fine it's just gonna shape you know the types of like content that you guys are going and you know if you guys bring in someone to give a speech like it's nice that like you know you're not going to handhold that anyone you're not going to be like well this is amazon ppc and why you want to like worry about it you know you're just not going to have that type of stuff and trust me i've been to a lot of events and uh you still hear that sometimes i'm yeah. like oh crap not this again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we've got some pretty good conversations in the group just around you know not even just amazon right like we have other groups as well where uh we're curating content for like d2c sellers and we have a life group where we just talk about you know things like fitness and meditation and parenting and and all these other things that are kind of you know coming to the forefront of um you know the information in, in the social media world uh these days so that's been cool to see as well love it well um uh nick how long does it take for people to join um, is it, is it a quick process? Yeah, it's actually, uh, it, it's a little bit of a process and they have, they've, they've kind of changed this recently, but they have like a temporary part where they let you into the Facebook group and they kind of see like how you engage and they see, and they make sure that you want to be there, you know, cause it's not cheap to be a part of it. And, and they don't want any frustrated people being in the group. So I think it like over the course of 30 days, um, there's kind of that initiation period. And then I believe then, then there's like an onboarding process as, as well of 30 days. I do the new member onboarding calls, uh, but I'm not fully engaged with the total onboarding process. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've got a lot of information. They've got like a 30 day email sequence that goes out to members um, as well when they first come into the community and they have to go through two interviews uh, as well to get approved. All right. That's, uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's not easy. Um, it's intense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, Nick, tell me, I mean, um, you're still a seller 
and yeah. kind of uh, being very involved and active with this group. Um, where are you, uh, what are you focusing on with your uh, selling business? Yeah, for me, my business right now is really just about supporting the life that I've wanted for my for myself and my family. You know, I've got three kids. I've got one more on the way. I, I love to surf a lot. I want to go surfing when the waves are good. So, like, really, that's what my business is there for, is to support those things. And what's done that, what has allowed that to happen and allowed me to work for some or community like MDS is really focusing on systems and processes. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, uh, having a system is very important. I use EOS kind of like my own version of EOS. I'm not like a purist of the entrepreneur's operating system, but we have level 10 meetings and, you know, we have an organizational chart and, and we use ClickUp for project management. So our project management system helps keep us accountable to things like priorities and due dates and, you know, reminders of things that need to be done in the future. Uh, so I think that's a big part of uh, a business. If you want to scale it and still have that, that lifestyle um, component to, to it as well. Um, I think that's a big part of it. Well, we must have caught you on a day with uh, not amazing waves because like, we got you here on the podcast. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often here in Virginia Beach where we get good waves. But um, I, I was in Nicaragua not too long ago for about uh, 10 days on a nice surf trip. So I get a couple of those in each year. And I spend a lot. I mean, at, at, this morning I was dancing in the kitchen with my daughter and uh, my, my little boy and, and cooking some food, making some smoothies and, you know, just having a great time. And, and life doesn't get any better than that for me right now. I'm really enjoying those moments with them. Well, I love that. Well, um, if you if you would be uh, as generous to leave our I like to ask our guests, like if they have like a smart hack in uh, life or business. Uh, one thing that's like, you know, helped you and uh, it could be small, it could be big, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, you following EOS has helped me a lot and, and that's, uh, there's a lot that goes behind that, but I think really just having a system, having something that you stick to, that's kind of bigger than yourself. What's EOS? The entrepreneur's operating system. There's a great book called Traction out there that people can read. And, you know, it is for big organizations and, and some people, it seems like it's for big organizations, but you can be a solo entrepreneur and you can use this system and really set yourself up uh, for scaling when the time comes. Uh, so that's been a big, a big part of, of the puzzle for me personally um, on the business side. Um, personally, man, like for me, I, I went through a lot when I was younger, just kind of not knowing myself very well, not feeling good about, you know, the, the life being painted for me as a, as a teenager and as a kid. And, um, it took me a while to really figure myself out. So I think on the personal side, my, my best piece of advice is just really take time to, to know yourself and, um, you know, stick to your own definition of success and, and hold on to that, whatever it is. And, and when things get weird, come back to that and kind of let that be your compass and, and guide the next step that you're going to take. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and actually, uh, Nick, thanks for, for coming on. Yeah, um, absolutely.
Uh, where so it's it's mds.com is there anything else uh yeah so it's uh, milliondollarsellers.com uh we'll get you to the website we've got a really good podcast where we talk about a lot of like the journey of our sellers so it's not like amazon hacks and tips and tricks I and mean, you're gonna pick up some really great entrepreneurial stuff from these stories but it's really meant to just you know, share the journey that these people have been through to get where they are. And, and there are some really good stories um, on there. And you can check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Wait, what's it called again? on the website as well. The Million Dollar Sellers Podcast. Okay. Yep. All right, you can I'll... check that out at podcast.milliondollarsellers. I like it. You know, I sometimes I want less technical information and more just stories. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. That's great. Well, uh, I will, we'll wrap up there and, uh, thanks everyone, uh, for, uh, listening and thanks Nick for, for showing up. Um, Absolutely. and, uh, we'll see everyone on our next episode. All right. Take care. Right, guys. One, two, three. Woo!